Welcome to the Salvatry Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel and the podcast. We have a showdown slate, Saturday night showdown, the wild card weekend in the NFL between the New England Patriots, the home team, the favorite, and the Tennessee Titans, the underdog, the touchdown, six-point underdog coming on the road against the number one ranked uh, New England secondary. It's an exciting weekend because the NFL playoffs are here. Sudden death, everything matters. Every single play matters. And these showdown slates, 100K to first, not terrible. I'll also be having a Sunday only slate. They put up a $250,000 prize pool. So yes, that two game slate, I will be breaking down. If you're watching this now, potentially it's too late. But if it's not too late, I do have a four game, the entire weekend wildcard slate. You can check that out, a video up, as well as NBA, PGA content coming out on a weekly basis. Thank you. If you are totally new here, I have a goal to hit 20,000 subscribers by the Super Bowl. So about four weeks. Please do hit the subscribe button and I'll do a $20 giveaway. Who is your favorite play on this slate below that top tier of, we'll call it below the eight thousand dollar range right so below eight thousand dollars who's your favorite play you must be a subscriber must hit the notification bell twenty dollar giveaway to one of you people if you're on the audio version hit the subscribe button and leave a review with that answer and you will also be into the raffle for a twenty dollar paypal venmo whatever it is giveaway Finally, I do have Patreon exclusive content. I'll have cash game tiers or I'll have tiers just up for this showdown slate and a ton of other stuff going out over on Patreon. We have a ton of Patreon people over there. I appreciate each and every one of you. And the picture up above is drafters.com. They are so, uh, they are right now sponsoring this video. I will have a listener league up for every single main slate for the NFL as well as some NBA ones. It's an online snake draft format, very similar to draft, which just ended up announcing that they're not going to be operating in 2020 and that FanDuel is going to try and take some of their pieces and make it a little bit different but uh, pretty much drafters is the replacement for that so go ahead check it out if you use promo code sal100 sal100 it'll get you a 100% deposit bonus deposit match so it does help me by clicking that link and using it but it also does help you so subscribe button let me know if you want to get into the contest by dropping into the comments favorite play below ak and let's get into it this is a gross slate. The Titans are just gross. The Patriots defense is so good. The Patriots offense is just gross. So uh, I usually have like 15 to 16 players to recommend for you. I've got 12 today. Now I've got notes, as you can see on a lot of these other ones, but man, it's bad. My yeses, interesting yeses, I will say this. So Patriots come into this one at six point home favorites. Uh, the injuries that they're dealing with, Julian Edelman, we had a recent update as of like an hour ago that he's feeling a little bit better, but only 10 catches over the last three weeks, averaging only about 70% of the snaps instead of his normal 95 plus percent role. And he just has not looked good. He has not been able to stay on the field because uh, before this hour ago update and really three or four days ago, they said it is more the pain is worse than you can possibly imagine. So I don't know how it just changes over three days to be that much better, but I'm sure he'll be shot up with some things. It's a playoff game, adrenaline pumping. But again, it's still somewhat of a a worry. That's all the injury news on the offensive side of the ball for the Patriots. Uh, When you go over to uh, Tennessee, their main injury news here is just going to be Adore Jackson is practicing their number one cornerback right now. He should be able to play on the offensive side of the ball. Nothing major there uh, outside of just waiting on the Adam Humphreys news. He's been out for like a month and a half now. He's going to come into this one not practicing yet this week. His backup uh, to an extent is Khalif Raymond. Did not practice or play in the last few games. So Tajay Sharp has been running out of the slot. Nothing major there. So starting at the top, James White, 8,200. I have interest. 7.3 targets per game. Number one in fantasy points per touch in the entire league at 1.44. And I'll be projecting him to be New England's number one wide receiver, meaning I think he leads the team in targets in this game. I'll probably put Edelman somewhere around seven or eight. And I'll probably put James White somewhere around seven or eight, giving him the slight nod. 
at 8,200. Now, obviously, his targets are at or behind the line of scrimmage a ton of the time instead of Julian Edelman's being around 7, 8, 10 yards down the field. So it's not as much upside, but he's also not the same price as Julian Edelman. You're getting him for a price discount of $1,200 here, and he does have the ability to carry the ball four or five times in this game. I do think that James White, especially when you consider in that they do have a very good run defense, uh, Tennessee, top five run defense, top five tackling team. I do think he has upside at this price point. I like his running mate in the backfield, Sony Michelle at just 7,000. Look, I like Sony Michelle this week. The matchup isn't great, right? I just mentioned how Tennessee's a top 10 run defense and top 10 tackling unit. They're actually top three in both of those categories, but he's $7,000. He's had 58 touches over the last three weeks. And I do think that the Patriots, based on just what they have at personnel in their receiving game, try and run the ball here. I think it'll be a slower paced game. Uh, I like that they're six point home favorites. It's really the price point, but also just the usage. If you got Sony Michelle touching the rock 16 times at 7k, that's great, right? The touchdown upside is there. The guys had six red zone carries over the last three weeks, four goal line carries ended up getting in the end zone last week after being stuffed on the previous three, the two weeks before that. $7,000 is a fair price point. Patriots defense all the way down to $4,800 on a showdown slate. This was a, this was a defense people were paying 6K for, 7K for earlier in the season. I think they were 78, 7,700, something like that against the Giants midway through the year. Now they're 4,800. Look, they have the number one secondary in the league. You have a team that is so predictable. This is Bill Belichick, who is just notoriously known for being able to do exactly what it is to take away Tennessee's offense, right? You have a power run game and you have a dominating number one wide receiver who is a rookie, so still inexperienced, and you have a great secondary. You know what you do there? You put J.C. Jackson, who is number one in pass rating against as a cornerback in the entire league, Patriots cornerback, on A.J. Brown with a safety. You call it bracket coverage. You then put Stephon Gilmore over on Corey Davis, which is just going to take him away. It'll have, cause a ton of problems for A.J. Brown, especially with the deep play upside with the safety over top of him. And then you put an extra man in the box. You put an extra man in the box over on... Uh, Derrick Henry, and it makes it a lot more difficult. Now, Henry's probably still going to be forced to run the ball, but it's also going to force the hand of more passes into what is going to be a difficult scheme. So I think that that's what Bill Belichick does. You have the personnel to do it, number one secondary. It makes it really difficult for Tennessee to get things going. I like them at 4,800. My final yes, my fourth yes, is Janu Smith at $4,400. Look, the guy's averaging with Derrick Henry or with um, Delaney Walker being out around 18 to 20 routes run per week. In the last six weeks, he has 15 targets, so not fantastic. 152 yards, a few touchdowns, 13 receptions. But you're getting him at a spot where he averages about five targets per week on the season. And if they do that coverage and they enact the bracket coverage on A.J. Brown, Stephon Gilmore and Corey Davis, even if they don't, it's still difficult for the matchup against the number one secondary. Even if you don't put, you just shadow Stephon Gilmore and A.J. Brown. That's still brutal, right? Um, And then you also have J.C. Jackson and Corey Davis. Either way, it's brutal. So the middle of the field is where you target with Tennessee. Well, Adam Humphreys, their number one slot cornerback or slot wide receiver has been out for a month and a half. Probably doesn't play in this one. Right now, not ruled out. Khalif Raymond has also been banged up. It's going to be Tajay Sharp and Jonu Smith in the middle of the field. Smith is at least being used in the red zone. I think he has a nice matchup here. So my four yeses, James White, Michelle, Patriots defense, and Jonu Smith. Now I have a bunch of maybes. Tom Brady at 10-4. The price tag is steep, but what if Brady just goes for 15 or 16 fantasy points? That might be enough to be needed based on the price points of some of these other guys at the top end. So 25th ranked pass rush for Tennessee, 20th in coverage. The pass rush um, or the coverage might get a little bit better with Adore Jackson out there, but nothing crazy. His weapons are just terrible, right? Julian Edelman banged up. Nice to see the positive news on his injury. Muhammad Sanu, a slot corner or slot wide receiver for Atlanta now moving to the outside. That's just been terrible and a real issue for him. Also dealing with injuries. A rookie in Nikhil Harry running like 15 to 18 routes per week now ahead of Philip Dorsett. Not a lot of experience there. A nice red zone weapon so far, but nothing in between the 20s that he's shown. So it's not great weapons for Brady. So at 10-4, yeah, I don't really want to pay for it, but you compare him to 
Ryan Tannehill, who's more expensive in this difficult matchup, a $12,000 Derrick Henry, a banged up Julian Edelman, and A.J. Brown, who's probably going to either see a bracket coverage or Stephon Gilmore, gross. Yeah, I think Tom Brady in this top end range is a guy that you can definitely roster because what if Brady goes for 200 and 220 yards against a bad secondary and two touchdowns, right? Brady goes out there and ends up going for 15 fantasy points, call it. That might be needed just because of the lack of actual scores on this slate at those price ranges. Julian Edelman, He's close to a no, but based on that recent report, again, as of like an hour ago, that he's feeling a little bit better. I'll leave him as an X and maybe on this slate, just because he's the only thing in the passing game outside of James White, the only receiver really, that Tom Brady, one, trusts, two, has this type of experience, and three, is going to be running a ton of routes. Now, the problem is he's going to be facing a a borderline pro bowler, probably a, a pro bowler snub. I don't think he deserved to make it, but he could have been in there. He was at that next tier down in Logan Ryan in the slot, and Edelman, I would say at best coming into this game, even if he's feeling better. He's going to be playing at like 60 to 70%. That's a steep price point to pay for that. Nikhil Harry and Mohamed Sanu, I would only ever play one of these guys in a lineup. They both lean towards nose for me, but I got to recommend some players, right? Nikhil Harry is only running about 15 routes per week over the last four games. He's averaging two receptions for 19 yards during that time. His upside comes in the red zone. He seems to be a nice jump ball receiver, being able to get physical in the red zone. But in between the 20s, he's not doing too much. Uh, It's a decent matchup for him either way. He'll either see Ty Smith or Brock Sr. with Adore Jackson coming back. So Harry has a good matchup. He's just overpriced. So honestly, Harry would probably be the guy that I don't want, but I also don't want Sanu. So both of these receivers are, are, are very close to nose for me. I'll leave them as maybes just so you have options if you're in that price range. There's just really not a lot of guys in that price range, the $5,000 and $6,000 range. There's nobody in the 6K range. In the 7K range, all that you have on this slate is Sony Michelle. And then in the 5K range, you have Harry Sanu and Burkhead, and I have Burkhead as a no. So in terms of just like being left in that range, yeah, you're going to probably end up having to choose one of these in some of your lineups. I'd lean Sanu, but I don't really like either. Sanu's likely to see Adore Jackson as Edelman will stay in the slot against um, Logan Ryan. Now, Adore Jackson has been great. He's been banged up. But Sanu has, one, been dealing with injuries. And two, the primary slot guy was running the most slot routes in the league before he was traded out of Atlanta to New England. Now being forced to play on the outside, he's just not getting separation. He really does not know how to play from there. In the slot, you have so much more versatility, right? You can use either side of the field, the left or the right. You usually face a worse cornerback. On the outside, you're facing a better cornerback. But if you're in the left hash mark, you can't go left. You'll, you'll run out of bounds, right? If you're in the right hash mark, you can't go right. You'll run out of bounds. You're very one-dimensional, and it seems to be hurting his game. So honestly, I'd probably just avoid the 5 and 6K range and build my lineups differently. Both kickers, they're always in play. I'll say what I usually do. Kickers are fine to get to. I recommend getting to at most one. Um, Nick Folk and Greg uh, Joseph, I would probably prefer Nick Folk just points-wise. Adam Humphreys is $200. Just track his health. I don't think he'll play. He did not practice on Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll track the status as I record this on Thursday. If anything happens, he hasn't played in a couple weeks, but he's only $200. And if he somehow suits up and he would think for a playoff game, maybe a little bit more motivation too, he's going to run 15 to 20 routes out of the slot ahead of Tajay Sharp. That's a good spot. He's averaging 22.3 routes run per week this season. Um, if you factor in him being banged up, if he was to start, I'd give him at least 16, probably closer to 18 to 20 routes. That's really good for $200, um, but I don't think he'll play, but just keep an eye on it. Tajay Sharp would probably run out of the slot ahead of um, Khalif Raymond in this one if Adam Humphreys wasn't active. He's been running about 15, 16 routes uh, per week over the last six games. He only has 14 targets, 12 catches, 135 yards and a score. So it's a little upside at $2,000. He's slightly in play, but nowhere near the same play as Humphreys, who is only $200. So Tajay Sharp, if there's no Humphreys, if there's no Raymond, probably will end up seeing like two to three targets in this game. It's at least worth it to look at at $2,000. That's it. Those are my 12 interests. I don't like Derrick Henry at 12,000. Yes, he might run the ball 22 to 25 times. The scary part is he can have 22 carries for 70 yards. The Patriots now ranked ninth in rush defense, according to PFF. 
but he can score two times on the ground, right? Because that's how much they're going to run. But I really do think that they're going to be smart, the Patriots, and say, hmm, we're six-point home favorites. Well, right there, Vegas is saying Henry shouldn't be that much of a factor. Why don't we actually just stack the box against this guy? Why don't we put Stefan Gilmore, our Defensive Player of the Year candidate, up on A.J. Brown or put him on Corey Davis and just bracket A.J. Brown completely out of the game? Why don't we do that? And that makes complete sense. If I'm thinking that, I'm pretty sure Bill Belichick is thinking that. And also the price point, $12,000. Even if Derrick Henry goes for 100 yards and a score, has 16, 18 fantasy points, it might not be needed. If Tom Brady, who is almost $2,000 less, goes for 16 points, and then you have either Julian Edelman, um, James White, one of these other players who are slightly expensive, go for 16 to 20, those guys will be needed because they're cheaper and you can make better lineups. So Henry, just not a priority for me. Same thing, same reason for Ryan Tannehill and AJ Brown. I think AJ Brown is screwed in this matchup no matter what. He either gets Stephon Gilmore's shadow or he gets a bracket coverage. That is gross. And Ryan Tannehill, his offensive weapons are just going to be at such a, a disability in this one, in my opinion. Rex Burkhead likely to see six to eight touches. He's seen 7.8 touches over the last four games. Look, I, I like the guy, but not at 5,200. Even if you give him two, three receptions, four or five carries, like that 10 fantasy points at 5,200 as like a ceiling for him, it just seems not likely. He's averaging closer to six fantasy points per game over that time. Corey Davis at 4,600. I wanted to put him as a maybe, but you're either getting Stefan Gilmore treatment or JC Jackson treatment. And those are both terrible for the way that Corey Davis has been playing. Now he might be seeing more forced passes his way um, because of AJ Brown's difficult matchup regardless, or at least my projection for that. But it's still a tough spot to really recommend a guy seeing like two or three targets per week and just no connection with his quarterback against his number one secondary. Titans defense, bottom eight pass rush and secondary on the road is six point underdogs. You don't want to chase that. Deion Lewis, I'm projecting him for three carries and three targets. That's not good at 3,200. Philip Dorsett has only ran 20 routes over the last three games. One reception on four targets during that time. Ever since he dropped that touchdown like a month and a half ago, he's just been phased out of this offense and Nikhil Harry has been running ahead of him. Ben Watson and Matt Lacoste, the tight ends for uh, New England, have both ran exactly 14.8 routes, 59 total uh, over the last five weeks, I believe, uh, or over the last four weeks. During that time, you end up seeing um, an average of one reception, 1.3 receptions for six and a half yards for Watson, 1.5 receptions for 11 yards for Lacoste. They both have done absolutely nothing. I prefer Lacoste for $600 cheaper, but I would not want either of these guys. No routes run for the rookie Jacoby Myers last week for New England wide receiver. He ran just 14 the week before that. He can't even get on the field with Edelman being limited, playing 20, 30% less snaps than he usually does. So I don't like the upside for Myers here, probably running as the number five wide receiver on the team. Nothing else stands out for me. Anthony Ferksker, a tight end, backup tight end for Tennessee, is averaging 8.7 routes run per week. On the season, he only has 21 total targets and 14 receptions, averaging 13.6 yards per game at $200. You can look at it, but I probably won't get there. So a recap, my four yeses are James White, Sonny Michelle, Patriots defense, Yanu Smith. My maybes are Tom Brady, Julian Edelman, then Nikhil Harry and Sanu, both just gross at those price points, but at this point, it's there's no other guys in the price range. Nick Folk and Greg Joseph are the kickers. I prefer Folk. Adam Humphreys, I would rock, track his status, and Tajay Shar. This is a gross slate. $100,000 to first, though, up on the line. Leave some money on the table. Best of luck. Be sure to get into the Drafters Listener League if you have not yet already. You can check it out down below. Also, be sure to hit the subscribe button and enter the contest, $20 PayPal Venmo giveaway. You must be a subscriber. You must turn the notification bell on. If you're listening on the audio version, you can enter by coming over to YouTube. It's linked down below. Or you can enter by leaving a review. Who is your favorite play below $8,000 on this slate? Again, must be a subscriber notification bell. And if you sign up for Drafters because you think it sounds interesting, it's a ton of fun. If you used to like to play on Draft and now it's gone, Drafters is the replacement for that. You can use promo code SAL100, S-A-L-1-0-0 for a 100% deposit match. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Peace out, gang.
I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you can please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.